0: Like, oh
1: like, God! Ow, ow. <laughs> what the fuck! I just got hit with really hot coffee. Jesus Christ! God damn! I might keep that in. That that queef sound was hot steam and uh, espresso all over my fucking arm. Jesus Christ!
0: It was like waiting for you for it to be open.
1: Well, I usually have friends of mind to like not have that happen and open it kind of, I open it like this and then it kinda of like shoots up.
0: Another first world dangers. This is the Kane train, I'm Gibby Kane.
1: All aboard, choo choo, and I'm Pat Kane.
0: Oh, that was cute. <laughs> um I we... can't believe
1: I did that. I've thought about doing it and often not. And then I did, and now I'm like, all right.
0: Well, I'll tell you a secret. Every you time You got a bit
1: of chocolate Weed chocolate like on your lip it looks like poop. It yeah, looks I'm like saving
0: you're... it. It is poop. Oh. I have this thing where uh, every time I, I order, <laughs> I order a tea to go. I always burn it. I always burn myself with it. Every single time.
1: You immediately pick it up off the counter. Thanks.
0: And I know ah. I will. I know I will. And I always burn my arm. It's it always spills on me. No matter how hard I try.
1: Without fail.
0: Yeah, without fail. So I just kind of accept it. Um. And I'm super sore from going on a hike yesterday in Malibu.
1: Yeah, yesterday I we went to Malibu Creek State Park. It's awesome.
0: Very cool. It's where uh, everything, I guess, ever gets shot.
1: Well, I think up to, It really seems. There was that movie Wind Talkers. Yeah. Um, that was like the last big movie that was shot all in the park.
0: What year was that?
1: 2002.
0: So it seems like after that, it's sort the, of.
1: They, they sold the. Uh, whatever the studio was, Paramount. Yeah, it's by, by right by the Paramount Ranch, which I guess is still active. That's what the guy said.
0: Oh, I was too yeah, stoned. It was pretty cool. He was like giving information, and I was like, "Babe, I can't. It's I too but much." Then weed. I remember
1: seeing some Anchorman footage. And, yeah, you did. So there's there's still shit that's shot there. So Planet of the Apes went to where the Planet, Planet of the Apes like was uh, shot.
0: That was cool as fuck.
1: People were like climbing all over those rocks and shit. I
0: was into that. It was um, tight. Yeah, very really interesting. So if you're in California, definitely something worth taking a gander at. I think we'll yeah. go back more prepared next time for like a full day of...
1: Yeah, we didn't know what we were getting into, first yeah. of
0: all. Now we do. Wear sneakers, not boots.
1: Yeah, I thought it was going to be more rugged. It was like mm. s- pretty flat, though.
0: Yeah, it was pretty flat. Pretty
1: flat terrain.
0: So good exor- good opportunity for exercise and fresh air, but... Yeah. T- also sunny, bring sunscreen.
1: Oh, yeah, you were you were constantly like taking your... On I and wanted off to take. You were afraid of getting burned.
0: Yeah, well, that's just also having like a like a thousand dollars on an arm. You know, it's like investments with tattoos. Always trying to get less sun on them know. so it lasts longer. Yeah, it's also bad for me because I'm you know white. Sun isn't my friend.
1: Don't want to get burned.
0: Um, so, uh, without further ado, uh, I think it's time for the five second rule. All
1: right. Let me, hold on. Let me take a, let me take a sip of coffee. And, I don't like, think get you my... should.
0: You just burnt yourself.
1: No, man. I, I, it's cooled down now a little bit. Hold if, on.
0: If he burns himself, I swear. Oh. Mm. Oh, you seem fine. It's a little
1: hot, but it's okay. I'm going to take the lid off.
0: Yeah. Um, f- going to play the 5 second rule. Look the, how
1: fucking hot that is.
0: The game which we don't play but use the cards of requiring Pat to come up with three words for an, a topic based on the card and no other rules are followed.
1: I know. They should sponsor us. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. We talk about we do their sh- we do their shit every week. We should get Tell some you
0: money. what. Um if you created the five second rule the game uh and you're listening to this i will hold this game hostage the rules will not be followed until you do sponsor us and only then will i do it yeah um all right you ready i am ready name three reasons to have kids
1: um to make more of you uh to feed something to wipe something's ass
0: you know you're
1: what what what's the consequences of the game if they don't like is it what's the rules it
0: doesn't matter we're not following it so you know what i'm just curious uh let's see doing it the person who owns the game is first in the hot seat and play will move to the right the player to the left of the hot seat player draws a card and reads it aloud all cards beginning with name three Followed by random categories. For example, the card may read, name three bodily fluids, your favorite, Pat. As soon as the Easy. card is read, start the timer by flipping it. Which sounds like, as soon as the card is read, start the timer. The player on the hot seat has five seconds to give three answers. For example, you could answer, urine, blood, tears. If you say three answers before all the balls reach the bottom of the timer, you get one point. To keep track of points, keep the card in front of you. If the player in the hot seat is only able to name one or two answers before five seconds are up, they get no points. Play moves to the right. The next player gets five seconds to answer the same.
1: We should seriously play this game. We could play it with Robbie and Lucille.
0: I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying we're not going to play it on this this show until they sponsor us. Okay. For now, it's we're well, now we're just I'm abusing we're boat. just abusing the cards. Yeah, I like the topics, and that's all it's for. God damn it! I love it. Sons of bitches. Um. You ready for another? Yeah. Name three. Words for angry.
1: Pissed, uh, upset, um, disgruntled.
0: That was good, bat. I think you would have won that card.
1: I gotta I, I try not to look at the time because it fucks me up, but I really want to know this time.
0: Do you, you like, want me to set the timer so you yeah, know? Yeah, I think
1: I think we should start using the timer. All right. It's indicative of the show too, because it's like an auditory thing.
0: Okay. And now it's been reset. So, you ready?
1: Well, you gotta you gotta say it and then flip it. You can't say it while it's flipped. That takes no away my time. Shit. I'm ready. I just wanted to make sure that, that I understand the no, how a timer that works. We're on the same page. You had your hand on it, like you're ready to just flip it.
0: Well, I have my hand on it because I'm ready to flip it after I read this card.
1: Okay, <laughs> chill out.
0: I'm I am chill. I just don't understand why you don't think I can handle it. Name three places you find cellulite
1: ass titties face wow i had a ample time
0: can you can you find hair hold on Not uh, you know devil's advocate can you find cellulite on someone's face
1: all right um i think i've seen articles about that
0: i'm trying to think of if, if i've ever seen that in nature
1: well i guarantee you you can get cellulite anywhere fat can go and you can have a fat face I was just thinking of places you could have fat,
0: I don't know if I believe that I could kinda like see it, but also I'm kind of like uh... Cellulite
1: on face all right, it's googling can yeah you? Yeah, yeah yeah, if you, you can ha- if you have like a um I'm
0: not like shocked, but I did have a moment of soup just yeah you there's, know, there's all kinds of
1: i mean I assume if there's you know. Yeah, on the cheeks, predominantly it shows up on the cheeks.
0: I mean, I, I'm not a specialist, but I have been watching My 600 pound Life, so I've got a concept of where that would happen. Like that one girl, that like young girl who like, couldn't lose her, her cheeks, but lost all the weight. She had
1: really smooth like, cheeks, though.
0: But then she started to lose it.
1: So, yeah.
0: <laughs> then it started to sink.
1: So apparently, yeah, that you can get it. You can get it. It's and it's predominantly affects women.
0: Folks, you heard it here. You can have cellulite on your face.
1: That's true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news.
0: I think if you do have cellulite on your face, that is amazing.
1: So I was three for three on that, right?
0: Yeah, you. You. I mean, that first one was a little because you. I think.
1: We didn't have the timer. We're going to start using the timer.
0: Ugh, I guess.
1: Well, because it doesn't... I don't have to, like, look at a number counting up or down. Yeah. And it's rather it's just kind of, like...
0: right, but that's as much as I'm willing to give on using rules from this game.
1: I just... It's more, like, I want to know. I... Because it's called five-second rule. If I took a minute, it wouldn't be as fun.
0: Are we ever going to play Would You Rather? Again? Last time we played it, it was really gross.
1: That... I don't know if that worked out.
0: I had a really good would you rather that wasn't gross, but I can't remember if I ever said it or not.
1: On the show? Yeah. Well, then if you got a good one, by all means use it.
0: I mean, I do have a good one. Uh, Would you rather, for a year, give up alcohol or give up weed? If you give up the one, you can do the other. You know
1: what's crazy?
0: Hmm.
1: Probably a year ago, Mm -hmm. around this time, I would have said 100% give up weed. Yeah. Absolutely. I could do that for a year and just drink. But honestly, so I've been doing the see like the uh the cannabis edibles.
0: The Kiva mints. Kiva, Kiva mints, mints. And yeah.
1: um smoking it again more like more in the past month than I have probably within a within a year. Mm-hmm. And I didn't drink at all except for this weekend. Mm-hmm. And the drink... I told you we were at breakfast and I was like, you know what? I think I'm good just like when we're at a... There's an occasion to drink to drink. Yeah. Or, you know, I'll have like a one beer mm-hmm. like on on a Friday. Yeah. When I'm done with work. But I think my days of like heavily, heavily drinking are done. Because I kind of overdid it for not the the like second time in the last month. I just, like, didn't feel great after drinking.
0: Here's my thing. Alcohol is not good for you. There is nothing in it that is good for your health. Even even gin, some people say gin is better for you, it's not really, because it still could give you cirrhosis of the liver in large amounts. There's still an effect that it has on you that not only in the moment can kind of make you feel like shit, like you need you're gonna be sick, but also the next day of recovering from the dehydration that it gives you. There are elements to it and like 100%, yeah. I think that a glass of red wine can be good for you in just occasional amounts. I think that occasionally certain beers can have positive effects on your health. I'm not like I'm not like a fucking well. I'm a I love straight edge. Guin- I, I still
1: love Guinness. Like I I can drink those forever. Yeah, I'm low not... alcohol content, and it goes well with food and all that shit. But I was like I was like pounding, pounding beers Friday, and then I had a few after our hike yesterday, and I was just kind of like, I think I I was kind of sad because I do like the taste of beer.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: But then I was just, yeah, I was like lethargic, farty, Mm -hmm. and I just wasn't really like feeling great.
0: I just don't, I don't see a lot of immediate or long-term effects from alcohol that I can say this is why I like it. Other than occasionally I just am sad and stressed out and just like I need a fucking drink. Those are moments where it's like even then I'm like feeling worse. I would rather also go a year with weed because i love yeah. weed
1: i think i i think if i, I if it. i need to relax i just take cannabis on its own mm-hmm. and then if i need to get work done but i'm trying to take the edge off i just drink coffee with cannabis
0: well the reasons why that's good is because thc interacts with any other drug in your system like for example caffeine which is also a drug it will elevate that drug caffeine in this instance, and will work together to be even more potent on either side and if you're using a sativa blend like i only buy and now you can take it's a um good focusing uh drug so it allows you to have energy and focus which is good for you because you're add which is probably Mm. why you have such a nice experience whenever you use it
1: yeah probably
0: rather than just fucking mysterious dirt weed
1: Yeah, well, I mean.
0: Which a lot of people, you know, in other parts of the country are stuck with because it's not legal and they're trying to do the best that they can.
1: I was listening to Columbus's one of the best podcasts come out of Columbus Street Fight, which I don't know if people listen to, but that's a great podcast if you like people calling in and bitching about their day jobs and talking about weed and uh, I think it's like cardum or kratom. It's like a, it's like a weird drug you take. It, it people, it's like a natural substitute for methadone, it gets oh. people off opioids.
0: Is there a natural thing? <laughs> it's for... called
1: kratom, yeah, You're it's don't... a real thing. Anyway, it this isn't about scary. kratom or street fight, but <laughs> I was they were talking about this guy called in from California, and I guess they're gonna have to change. What's the dosage of that Kiva bar in the package? One hundred and eighty milligrams. So he was saying that they're not gonna be able to package. Any more, they have to change packaging to 100 milligrams per, per item.
0: Why 100?
1: That's just what this guy called in and he said, I don't know. He just said the dose... The, part of the law getting passed for recreational is that mm. packages can, cannot exceed 100 milligrams.
0: I mean... That's fine for most people. I think there's a lot of grandmas out there with cancer who can go to 500 milligrams in one dose and not even feel it. That's crazy to me. There's
1: people that start their day out with like 300 milligrams of weed. Yeah,
0: some people are like more they, than capable. And that's capable. how they get
1: started. And I'm like, that would put me in a, in a freak out freakout. I'd have a coma. I'd be coma. in a coma. Yeah. yeah. A weed, I'd be in a weed coma. I would feel and I'd the... I'd wake e- up the next day and I'd probably actually be hungover from weed.
0: That actually can happen.
1: I would probably be stoned for like 48 hours.
0: Well, people who go to Thailand or Amsterdam, sometimes they overdo it if they have like a smoothie with a shit ton of, like they have a meal that consists of food with THC in them. And they're like, I worked with a guy who was telling me about him and his wife doing that. And he was like, yeah, I was stoned for like four days. It was awful.
1: I I used to always kind of get sketched out by any kind of weed stuff, even though I did it in college and, and so on. I just was like when it came down to it I was like, We can get into this like talking about what this is doing and all this stuff but I'm like, it sucks that you can't just go get it. I think I'm more into it now because you can just literally go to a store, talk about it and buy it mm-hmm. and nobody cares. Growing up I was just like it was such a it was an illegal drug. So well, you it was the war on drugs.
0: It. it also comes from living in the Midwest during an era.
1: Well, it's still going on. It's not like the era is over with. Everybody I know. I mean, know, my mother is still just like, she's like, you shouldn't be talking about how much weed you had on Twitter. I'm like, Mom, I'm I'm in California. It's legal It's here. legal
0: here. Well, it's legal for me. It's not legal for, well, it doesn't matter. Um, it is now because recreation just passed.
1: Yeah, I can take whatever I want.
0: Well, I still don't know how that works, and I think a lot of businesses are still working through well, the Well, I told logistics. you that thing
1: about the packaging. Like, they're going to have to figure out, if that's true, if that guy was like, I have to look into it, but
0: I wonder if that's true. Um, it I'm... seems like
1: a lame thing that would be put in bill that is like a um, a thing that's more a pain in the ass for the manufacturers. Yeah, and like I think what what's going to happen is these these industries are now going to be overregulated because it's recreationally available now. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to like have you're going to have to follow whatever that yeah the amount. You can't exceed a certain amount per package. You can't, um, the taxes are probably, the taxes are going to go up. So the taxes
0: are, yes, the taxes are going up in order to uh, be able to make this work. Um, A lot of businesses, it's it's the brick and mortar that takes the hit. It's the shops themselves that take the hit, not the growers. The growers are in great business. That's where you want to... If you're investing and if you want to get into the business, you want to be a part of the growing part of it um, and the distribution of it. However, those brick-and-mortar shops are being hit by the taxes, so everything is going to go up in price. And certain, Are you going to
1: be able to Postmates weed, though? That's what I'm trying to get at here.
0: You already kind of can. Just well, legally
1: on if, now, you can just... I mean, yeah. You can, buddy, you a can friend get. of mine was like, yeah, I just called this number and this guy showed up with a bag and I just, I'm like, Cameron, that wasn't like, <laughs> I shouldn't say his name. Wow, nice. Anyway, whatever. You'll
0: have to cut that one.
1: <laughs> I was like. You should definitely cut that out. It'll be all right. No, I didn't say his last name.
0: Cut that out. You, I, you'll I, well, you'll fine. edit
1: that out. I don't want to go too long about it because it's, whatever. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Sorry, he, he definitely got like an illegal weed order, but he thought it was legal. This is the thing.
0: Well, yeah, but that was also kind of an You kind of should have known. Like, that's pretty... No, why glaring. would have you known? It's glaringly obvious. If you get... Not
1: necessarily. If
0: you go in and get your card, which is something for the past so many years you've had to do, they tell you what the legality is of everything that you do then on forth with marijuana. Like, you need to travel with it in the trunk of your car. You don't travel with it up front. If somebody pulls you over... You will be slapped with a fine. You could be slapped with jail time. There's a lot. Sorry, I don't mean Watch to like the s-
1: smacking. That, that kind of annoys the mics. <laughs> sorry. I'm just passionate.
0: There's a lot of information. And now I don't know exactly with recreation going in, in, in motion. I don't know what is going to change beyond taxes and the cost and the availability of certain popular product. I know that the place I go to, Buds and Roses, is... Yeah. I love that shop. I love how nice it is. It's a fantastic... Boutique. The only thing is that they're running low on everything because they're waiting for their license to go into effect for February. So I couldn't get a lot of things that I wanted. Um,
1: well, and they forgot some shit too.
0: Well, yeah, he—that was the only time it's ever happened. But That's,
1: that guy was stoned, and he just forgot to put. It's kind of what happens of the order when, in. I mean, you. But got, he didn't charge you.
0: No, he didn't charge me. I would have been mad if if he had charged me and then I didn't get it.
1: I got all excited, and then sorry. We're there were like these uh, cannabis chocolate on their top Kiva, of espresso, espresso beans, right?
0: They're Kiva um, chocolate-covered espresso beans. You
1: Kiva is think... like not a, a... It's a brand. It's not like a strain, right?
0: No, it's a brand. Okay. Um, and they... We just
1: said Kiva a lot, and I don't know if it is a brand. I thought it was a brand, but I'm not, I wasn't sure if it yeah, was Yeah, it's
0: like... a brand. They sell these um, espresso-covered... uh, chocolate covered espresso beans they also sell blueberries that are chocolate covered um i get the espresso bean because it's a sativa and it also has caffeine in it from the espresso bean um it's five milligrams per bean it's a really good jumping off point if you are getting into edibles like the kiva mints are really nice because that's 2.5 milligrams per mint but you know if you're a woman your tolerance can get higher, uh, faster and it's harder to shake. So sometimes you have to move, you have to graduate you sooner. Do,
1: I realized like the more I took those, the more I burned through them. Yeah. Cause I was like trying to keep it rolling for, for like eight hours. And I think over the, I, I would like feel the dip coming and then I'd pop another one. Mm-hmm. And then I just started taking like three at a time. Yeah. I and did then the same I realized thing. like this tin's fucking, mm-hmm. Like empty.
0: Well, the, the another thing to practice would be for you to just dry out for a while, because it'd be easy since you can your tolerance won't build as quickly. So you could you could. I just, realize
1: my tolerance has gotten higher from doing edibles more.
0: I can also show you how much you should take at the Kiva chocolate bar, the tangerine chocolate bar that I get. I get it because it's easy for me just to take a big bite. And then just have the afternoon of just being stoned. The
1: thing is, like, I've just had too much to do that I can't... I I can enjoy it. I can feel uh, the effects. But I also will become unproductive if I, if I do.
0: You can also... I also have green. I mean, there's always just smoking.
1: I just have too much shit to do with this new job and shit. I can't... I don't have, like... I guess I'd have time maybe tonight, but then I'm, like... I don't want to be stoned just to go to sleep. Like that's I kind of want to like be awake and feel it. You know yeah, I,
0: mean? I know, I do. Well, so if I
1: feel like at any point during this week, if I took it, it would be like later in the evening, and then I just go to which isn't the worst thing. I've definitely taken it to like go to sleep before. I had a but friend. That's not the only experience I want to have with it, you know.
0: I had a friend who liked to do this thing where she would eat. Some of an edible, and this was like in Ohio, so it was even more impressive that this is something that she was doing. But she was rich. so She'd take like a little bit of an edible, she'd go take a nap, and then she'd wake up stoned. She was always like, that's the best thing to do. She's like, it's so much better that way. And I'd be like, you're fucking, like that sounds like a waste. What if you just sleep through it?
1: I, I don't know how you, I but could. But I bet you could just set an alarm and wake up like normal. I bet you just feel like, you'd probably reset your shit and you'd probably really experience what it's like cuz when you when you're stoned you just feel a little more like you know impenetrable i guess you could say when you when you're stoned but so if you wake up feeling that way initially mm-hmm. then you're just kind of like well this is my awake state
0: i just love weed i don't care like
1: i think it's yeah it's fun to experience obviously i am way more about but in answer to the quest you're would yeah. you rather yeah weed for sure now at this point
0: good for you i think that's the right answer i think if you choose alcohol you probably aren't doing life right i mean fuck i gave Have myself, you ever like, had me I that's my question that fucking
1: ulcer that one time from when when i was like just drinking coffee and beer almost exclusively not drinking any water when i was working all the time yeah i was just like wake up pound coffee relax with a beer wake <laughs> up pound coffee and then we were going on vacation i'm like finally vacation and i felt so sick yeah i was like just eating, I was in Florida at my friend Dan's and I was just like eating rice. Yeah. And even the thought of a beer, I was just like, ugh.
0: I remember, you know what, you know what helped you and made you feel better? What? Smoothies and weed.
1: Yeah. And I can I'd rather, and I, honestly, if I had to choose between coffee and weed, I'd I'd still go coffee.
0: Well, that's, I get that. If I had to choose between weed and tea, I'd be like, all right, well, it depends on what kind of tea, like any tea. i like,
1: consider tea. I'm gonna have to go with the tea. Interesting what we do to get, cope with life, you know.
0: I need like a little bit of caffeine. Do you think every there's people then. in this
1: world that like are able to just get up function without any assistance of any kind? Like yeah. do you think that's, that's a thing?
0: Jess uh used to be caffeine free. She used to be like everything. Was she
1: marijuana free? Basically. Was she
0: really? Just about, yeah. She I mean it's not like she had a way of getting it for the most part. So yeah, she. she I, remember, I guess there's
1: one thing to cop to it, and it's another thing entirely if you're on the down low.
0: Well, she also never told me, but I mean.
1: You're just assuming that.
0: Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I kind of know, but I don't want to talk about it on air.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying you need to. <laughs> that's just, okay I, with I was, you. I was speaking more. I wasn't going talking... to like call
0: anybody out, but I know that she like didn't drink caffeine like for a really long time and she like told me she was like no, no no i don't and she was like going on these weird mud cleanses and shit i would just be like girl eventually she did start drinking tea every now and then and i was like see you you wanted it the whole time a little caffeine that's a good drug
1: just a taste
0: talk about a good just drug just a taste
1: daddy uh
0: i've got articles you got articles who goes first
1: why don't you uh why don't you go first and then i'll <laughs> go after you
0: Okay. Um, This article comes from the New York Times. Scientists on Thursday announced the discovery of a fossilized human jawbone in a collapsed cave in Israel that they said is between 177,000 and 194,000 years old. If confirmed, the find may rewrite the early migration story of our species, pushing back by about 50,000 years, the time that Homo sapiens first ventured out of Africa. Previous discoveries in Israel had convinced some anthropologists that modern humans begun living in Africa between 90,000 and 120,000 years ago, but the recently dated jawbone is unraveling that narrative. This would be the earliest modern human anyone has found outside of Africa ever, said John Hawks. A paleontologist?
1: Paleontologist?
0: No, paleanthropologist.
1: Oh, like a paleoanthropologist. Yeah, it's
0: one hell of a word.
1: Uh, from- paleontologist mixed with i guess so it's paleoanthropologist yeah Yeah. from the
0: university of wisconsin madison who was not involved in the study the upper jawbone which includes seven intact teeth and one broken incisor sucks and was described in a paper in the journal science provides fossil evidence that lends support to genetic studies that have suggested modern humans moved out of africa far earlier than had been suspected yeah fuck you christians with your narrative what I was surprised by was how well this new discovery fits into the new picture that's emerging from the evolution of Homo sapiens, said Julia Galloway with Witham, a research assistant at the Natural History Museum in London, who wrote the accompanying perspective article. Dr. Hawkes and other researchers advised caution in interpreting the discovery. Although this ancient person may have shared some anatomical characteristics with present-day people, this quote-unquote modern human would have probably looked much different than anyone living in the world today. Yeah, no shit. Early modern humans, in many respects, were not so modern, said Jean-Jacques Hublin, the director of Department of Human Evolution at the Marx-Plant uh, Institute for Evolutionary Anthropology in Germany. Dr. Hublin said that by concluding the jawbone came from a modern human, the authors were simply saying that this ancient person was morphologically more closely related to us than neanderthals which is actually really interesting if you think about it that does not mean that this person contributed to the dna of anyone living today he added it is possible that the jawbone belonged to a previously unknown population of homo sapiens that departed africa and that explanation would need to be tested with dna samples which are difficult to collect from fossils found in arid Levant. The upper jawbone, or maxilla, was found by a team led by Israel Hershkofitz, uh, a paleanthropologist anth- at Tel Aviv University and lead author on the new paper, which excavating the Mizlea cave on the western slopes of Mount Carmel in Israel. The jawbone was discovered in 2002 by a freshman on his first archaeological dig with the group. Fuck yeah! Way to go, freshman! Unnamed freshman. Yeah, he should totally be named. What the hell, New York Times? That's kind of funny. That dude totally just... He may have just rewritten history with his finding. Damn. Only to be that kid. The team had long known that ancient people living in Mizzilea Cave was a rock shelter with an overhanging ceiling carved into a limestone cliff. I swear to God, if anybody tells me something about the way I pronounce anything... Go fuck yourself.
1: No one's ever called me out, and I've definitely mispronounced shit, so I think you're probably okay.
0: Luckily, nobody listens to us anyways. By dating burnt flint flakes from, found on the site, archaeologists had determined that it was occupied between 250,000 to 160,000 years ago, during an era known as Early Middle Paleolithic. Evidence, including bedding, showed that people who lived there used it as a base camp. They hunted deer, gazelles, and... Aurochs? Aurochs? Weird. and feasted on turtles, hares, and ostrich eggs. Dr. Hershkovitz and Mina Weinstein-Evron, a archaeologist at the University of Haifa, felt that the jawbone looked modern, but they needed to confirm their hunch. Uh, Dr. Hervatz has ma- found similar things in the past. In 2015, he announced findings of a 55,000-year-old skull in Levant, but, but a 2010 discovery of a 400,000-year-old tooth in israel which he participated in receiving criticism for how it was reported in the media to test their suspicions about the jawbone the archaeologist sent a specimen on a world tour it looked so modern to us that it took us five years to convince people because they couldn't believe their eyes one of the first stops was austria home to a virtual paleontology lab run by gerhard weber a paleoanthropologist at the university of vienna there scientists were able to assess whether the bone belonged to a modern human or neanderthal which are thought to have also occupied the region during that time period using high resolution micro ct scanning dr weber created a 3d replica of the upper left maxilla that allowed him to investigate its surface features and virtually to remove enamel from the teeth then performed a morphological and metric test that compared the mazzalia fossil with about 30 other specimens including fossils of neanderthals homo erectus and more <laughs> hey Pat. more recent homo sapiens and other hominins that lived in the middle Pleistocene in Asia Africa, Europe, and North America the shape of the second molar the two premolars and the whole maxilla are very modern the tests also found that the base of the cheekbone was located above the first molar and incisors lacked a shovel shape interesting and the premolars were high and narrow all characteristics found in modern humans and not Neanderthals. It's not a little bit modern, or on the border of being modern, he says. It's really modern human. It looks like they've done a really thorough study of the morphology of the maxilla and determined it's not Neanderthal. Melanie L. Chang, an anthropologist from Portland State University, who was not involved in the study. I believe him. Next, the archaeologist determined the jawbone's age by performing three dating techniques in Australia, France, and Israel. So they just... Dating techniques makes it sound like they just put it on Tinder. To see. Let's
1: try these different swiping methods.
0: <laughs> Next, the archaeologists determined that the jawbones age by performing three dating techniques. The dating had to be rock solid, says Rolf M. Quam, an anthropologist in Bingham University in New York, and the author of the paper. The team dated the tooth, dentin, and enamel, the sediment stuck in the upper jaw, and tools found near the fossil. I don't know how much more we could do with this little bone," says Dr. Kwam. "I think we've ske- squeezed blood from a turnip here. Never heard that expression, but I love it. Together, the techniques put the jawbone at between 177,000 and 194,000 years old, in line with what was already known about the period during which the cave was inhabited. So everything sounds like it's co- like truly confirming that this is this is really changing some shit." The thing is as old as we thought it was, and it was probably the earliest homo sapien out of Africa ever found, says Dr. Quam. It's not very often you can make a superlative statement, but in this case, we can. The mazelia finding is just the latest in a series of discoveries that are changing the story of our evolutionary past. One study not yet confirmed suggests that modern humans may have interbred with Neanderthals in Eurasia about as far back as 220,000 years ago. Isn't that just like, uh, what's that movie with... Um Brendan Fraser
1: seriously you don't know the name of it uh, I
0: know it's It's, it's like probably sli-
1: his most famous movie
0: it's slipping my mind Why Encino don't you- Man yeah Encino Man it just happened to fucking I had a brain fart is that okay with you
1: I was like is she gonna say um- it's
0: kind of like Rose, what Rose McGowan wanted to do with Encino Man right cause she was like
1: Rose McGowan wasn't an Encino Man oh wait
0: not Rose McGowan the other chick whatever I'm just butchering it
1: what are you trying to say? You're
0: like, no help.
1: Well, I'm trying to just figure out what you're trying to say.
0: Yeah, it's like the, it's like the modern day teenager was like, I want a man who can, who can, she was like, all about the Homo Sapien that the, um, teacher was showing everybody the diagram of. She was like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It Would be like modern human combining. Oh Jesus, Pat.
1: What? She? I'm trying to think of who you're talking about. You're talking about Rose McGowan?
0: No, I just forgot that Rose McGowan was like. Only in that for, like, a occasional looking at things. Was she in Encino Man? Yeah, she was in Encino Man, but she was, like, baby-faced. And she they just would cut to her when she was, like, with another freshman. Just like, what's going on? <laughs> That's, like, as many lines as she had. I was thinking of the other chick who was also in the craft.
1: Oh, um, Feruza Balk?
0: No, 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 no. The, um the other one it, t- I, it doesn't f- fuck it jesus
1: i'm <laughs> just having a conversation with you <laughs> i just get
0: so annoyed because you usually are able to just guess exactly who i'm talking about but i can't think of anyone's names right now
1: Polly Shore was also in that movie yeah
0: he was that's right
1: it was like his best movie in my opinion
0: i think a lot of people a lot of americans would
1: agree with you on that he's very paulie Shore in that
0: um, but anyways, it's an old ass uh, piece of bone, and yeah, it's really wow. blowing everybody's dicks off. I guess
1: so. That's crazy.
0: I know it is actually really crazy. It's really interesting. I love it when modern science can just like come at itself with more science to prove itself wrong. That's what I like about modern science. I love it. How ready it is to disprove s- itself.
1: Got a short and sweet one here. I um, so I picked this one because my father actually he worked for the uh, Department of Energy, um, in the bearing of or the cleanup rather, of a nuclear site in uh, Dayton.
0: There was a new nu- wait. What?
1: Yeah, there was like a ra- well. It was a uh, it was like the mound. Ma- they called it the Mound Plant, in Miamisburg, and they did. There was some radioactive material there that needed to be cleaned up oh it's,
0: it's always those small towns
1: yeah i mean she's fucking everywhere i
0: wonder how much cancer was going on in that area
1: i don't know um i just know my dad so i found this one because i was like oh my dad kind of he didn't do this one um this is actually the biggest cleanup in uh in the country's history. Wow. So this is the pro- this is what the process of cleaning up a nuclear power plant. Hit me with it. Um in, this is from Popular Science. Inside the country's biggest nuclear power plant teardown, unbuilding an atomic giant. Number 1, cool it. At the San Onofre nuclear power plant, workers transfer 200 200 no, sorry, 2668 fuel assemblies holding 1100 Nine metric tons of radioactive uranium. to uranium two three five. I guess that's a kind of uranium. Two seven foot tall stainless steel containers. Hmm. These sit deep inside a steel lined cooling pool for several years, chilling at temperatures around sixty eight degrees Fahrenheit until workers can remove them to storage.
0: It takes years to cool down. Jesus. It's
1: fucking radioactive. Yeah, it's fucking hot. Fuck me. It'll it'll burn your eye, baby. God, weird. Number two, entomb it. After the fuel cools, workers fit the canisters of into 20-foot deep concrete casks embedded in the ground. The concrete helps trap the fuel's radiation inside, while vents circulate air to keep it cool. These casks, which will be monitored and guarded around the clock, are strong enough to withstand earthquakes, tsunamis, even the impact of a jet crash. Cool. Number three, rip it. Remotely controlled tools cut up highly contaminated equipment, less than 0.04% of the debris. Other robotic machines will remove the most tainted waste. Then workers, using hydraulic hammers, saws, and bulldozers, rip apart the buildings. Mundane office materials like shelving, furniture, and insulation fill out the junk pile. Number four, ship it. Demolition produces that then more than 250 million cubic feet of debris. Rebar, concrete, and piping, enough to fill a decent sized college football stadium. Jesus. The San Onofre site hosts up to 60 rail cars at a time, waiting to cart off the low level radiation debris. Trucks haul the non tainted stuff, 75% of the total, to landfills in Texas and Arizona. <laughs> and last but not least, five, bury it. Freight cars carry the low la- level radioactive debris, now packed in drums, bags, and large containers, to nuclear. Uh, waste landfill in the Utah desert. Workers there check and document radiation levels, then bury this stuff in embankments from eight feet below grade to 38 feet above grade in sedimentary rock and covered in clay and rock. Isn't that crazy?
0: That sounds so fucked up on so many levels. We
1: well, can't have this shit like, yeah, because you'll get people. I mean, this is this is good. This is a thing that. This is actually the thing that like, I'm actually really proud that my dad was involved in because, you know, we can't just leave this shit lying around. No,
0: it's just, it's so toxic that you have to do so much in order to make it even remotely approachable. And in, in order to do that, it takes years. It's just like, I mean, fuck. It's just so yeah, much. It's, it's po- just so it's much. Cancerous, man. I'm glad it's that they're not choosing like some island part of Hawaii to put it no I'm, we
1: have vast amounts of land in this country of i'm glad that they the put most, it in the middle of the most isolated parts
0: yeah you can put well in my opinion you can bury anything out in arizona if you ask me What's
1: oh, the utah desert i think it's in utah I
0: thought you said arizona well arizona parts Texas. Of the less
1: contaminated parts yeah. so that would be like chairs like chairs shelves and shit that never touched
0: yeah fucking there's nothing out in that desert fill that shit up yeah, bury it. Can we stop putting trash in the ocean, and can we just put it in the desert of Arizona? Maybe. I'll take. I'll take.
1: But it's easier to put it in the ocean. <laughs> just saying.
0: Yeah, China's like, please stop.
1: <laughs> China's like, no. What's the problem with this? And they're they're throwing a lot of shit in the ocean.
0: I heard that recently. China was like, could you stop like giving us trash though? They were like, could you stop shipping all your trash to Asia us? Asia
1: generates a shit ton of garbage. Yeah, I know. Probably because
0: they're like, we have enough of it. Eighty, like
1: probably eighty percent of the world's garbage comes from Asia.
0: I guess. Well, they're our manufacturing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're not helping.
0: No, we're We're
1: kind of like leaving the table with all the trash on it, and then
0: hoping that they
1: just China's kind of like the busboy that throws it in the garbage and then in the dumpster, so they look like they're generating a lot of trash. Yeah. But really, the people eating all the food buying old cell phones all that shit
0: well if we took it more local then it would be our own trash
1: i don't want any trash bro.
0: yeah you and the rest of america get
1: the f out of here whoa
0: yeah that's an that's an interesting topic the whole thing though just makes me uncomfortable because it always makes me think of but what's the worst case scenario like what if that actually seeps into the ground and then therefore just like
1: well i think they're doing what they can i mean it's not it's not going to be it has a half-life so it's you know it's dangerous for it to be around now but in theory,
0: it will be yeah. less
1: radioactive But like, that's the in thing. The future.
0: Quote, unquote, less. It's like...
1: Yeah. No, I know.
0: Just don't eat any of the food that's, like, if it if there's a tree and it's growing something and it's in that area, you don't want to eat it. It will give you cancer.
1: Yeah, you don't want to eat damn apples. Damn apples will give you cancer. So, you got any more articles?
0: I do. Well, I've got my horoscope shit, so I'll just save that for the end what
1: you want me to go again
0: well yeah what? i
1: thought you had more
0: no i just, just got... have the horoscope yeah i just got the horoscope i mean we're not doing horrible on time dude okay i i mean no you're right is that okay what do you what yeah, else yeah, you yeah, got yeah. what else you got
1: i've got one i've got i had one but i just
0: was it the sad one you were thinking about Ethan? no
1: no 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 it was um this one's this one's more entertaining anyway all right okay this is from Vice. Meet Lucy, the sex robot who wants to seduce you. Oh, no. And if you look at pictures of her, she looks
0: pretty oh, man. fucking hilarious. She it's, looks like a mannequin. It sounds like Westworld.
1: Look at her. She's not the real person. Cool. She's the very obvious like, mannequin She Oh, robot. my
0: God. You know what she looks like? She looks like Dot from Spaceballs. She does. But silver. That's hysterical. Oh, my God. God.
1: So, uh, I picked this one just because I like the the, the sexy pictures that come along with it.
0: I like the way she looks. I like
1: all these models hanging out with her, but let's... uh...
0: She looks so shiny. (laughs) Look
1: at that guy. He's got, like, a grill in.
0: I mean, she's cool as fuck. I hope
1: they're they're taking some Clorox wipes to this uh, sex robux. I've had a lot of partners. (laughs) If you know what I'm saying.
0: I mean, they're just posing with her.
1: I hope so. All right. This is in her voice. Empty your junk folder into my spam folder. Mm. Sink me, daddy. Ooh. I want to turn your floppy disk into a hard drive.
0: That's kind of funny.
1: These surly texts and more could flood your inbox if you dare engage with Lucy, the sexting robot from Planet Xeron. come December 15th. Thereafter, Lucy will attempt to seduce all those she comes in contact with through a Twitter account. She's already gotten a head start on Instagram. (laughs) Cool. So it's Lucy with an I if you want to check this out. I'm
0: going to fucking follow her.
1: Lucy the sex robot. She
0: sounds cool as hell.
1: Soon to be on display at the Museum of Sex in New York, Lucy was created by photographer and installation, installation artist Maggie West. I've heard of Maggie West. In collaboration with sex toy brand Lilo. After West noticed the exaggerated dichotomy of millennial sexuality in the media. We're seen as both sex-crazed, Tinder-obsessed beings incapable of forming a real connection with another human and too glued to our phones to venture out in, seclu- in of seclusion to engage in IRL sex, instead satisfied by porn and masturbation. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong
0: with touching yourself.
1: That's what I'm saying. Lucy was born as a form of satirical commentary, but these depictions of horror... Sorry. Lucy was born for as a form of satirical commentary about these depictions of horny millennials. (laughs) There's this model with like a big ass. Slate on top of her. We spoke to West about how Lucy came to life and why millennials do and don't need her to save us. She also shared Lucy's backstory. Oh. I love this. Okay. Okay. On the far-off planet of Xeron, young people had completely given up on sex. The days of random hookups and casual sex were over. The teens on the planet only wanted to engage each other in online rather than in real life. As the residents of Xeron became too loose all interest of sex in favor of creating memes and taking selfies, population began to decrease. Lelucy 6000 was created by Xeron's top scientific minds to hypercharge the sex drives of their youth, and prevent the impending population decrease. However, due to a programming error, Lucy became fixated on exploring other planets. Upon stumbling onto many articles about low millennial sex drives on Earth, huh. Lucy was overcome with grief. How Aww. could the youth of Earth be missing out on the joys of sex? Determined to remedy this situation, Lucy stole the sp- Lucy stole the spaceship and escaped her home planet of Xeron and headed to Earth. After arriving on our planet, Lucy immediately began seducing Earth millennial audiences. The only way she knew how, their phones. Through <laughs> her sultry selfies and hot texts, Lucy is seducing Earth's top influencers and re engaging depleted millennial sex drives. I mean, my sex drive isn't decreased. Mine definitely I don't know is. What, but <laughs> it is? I think it is for most women, naturally, though. Really?
0: I mean, I i think so from like most women i know i don't know if that's like a fact or anything i'm not speaking on anybody um i just found her on instagram yeah she posts a lot of selfies and her nails and she has only two thousand and four hundred followers
1: oh go follow
0: her so everybody go follow her she i love this i really like her story
1: yeah, it's but, interesting. It's kind of it's kind of like Barbarella. It sounds like yeah,
0: it does sound like Barbarella. She kind of looks like she she belongs in it too. I would love to take photos with that robot.
1: So this is uh so this is an interview with Maggie West. Okay. So this is the uh, the interviewer. Vice. How did Lucy? How did the idea for Lucy come about? Maggie West. I've been reading a lot of articles that were depicting really conflicting depish, depictions of millennial sexuality. To me, it seems like millennials are either depicted as these Tinder monsters that are constantly just going online and using apps to hook up with each other and are incapable of forming actual human bonds. The other depiction of, that I've seen is a lot of millennials are on their phones and online communication and pornography and masturbation <laughs> that they literally don't even have sex anymore.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I feel like both of these types are hyper- hyperbolic depictions of our sexuality. A piece of information that has become bearing, that has some bearing in reality, will get regurgitated and spit out again and again until it turns both into this hyperbolic generalization. Basically, I wanted to take those ideas and roll them into the kind of satirical piece. So I made up this crazy story about a sex bot from Xeron who's coming down to save us poor millennials because our phone addictions. (laughs) How do you feel that Lucy fights against those hyperbolic stereotypes? Lucy reads about how terrible everything is with millennials and slides over here to save us. But the only way she can think to do this because of our rampant phone addiction is through our phones. Basically, she's encouraging everyone to sext, but then meet up in real life to actually procreate. I think in some ways Lucy plays both the stereotypes. The fact that everyone's so obsessed with masturbation and pornography that they don't want to meet up in real life, or that everyone is just so obsessed with hooking up via online communication. I think both things are worked into her narrative. This Vice. Making a sex bot doesn't sound easy. How did it come together? I constructed Lucy out of fiberglass and some random parts from a Home Depot and a wig. (laughs) It started out essentially as a photo series. She developed by me in collaboration with Lilo for the holiday window at the Museum of Sex. I built her out of these materials, and then I did a photo series with her where I shot a bunch of her photos of her by herself, and then I photographed Lucy with, I believe, 12 people, and they were kind of stimulated to have sex with her. They're all cool models, adult performers, writers, and friends of mine that are willing to do this for me. Logistically, her Instagram essentially runs off those photos, and the interactive part is both that her Twitter, which starting December fifteenth, you'll be able to say anything to her, and she will respond to you, which I assume is just her.
0: I mean, it is. It's obvi- Yeah, it's obviously or, just... or like
1: her assistant or something.
0: Yeah, it's a brand.
1: What happens to, if you DM with her on Instagram? If you DM her on Instagram, to be honest, the Instagram is being run by me. So Lucy <laughs> yeah. has been responding to everybody on Instagram. It's not as automatic or as Twitter. She will automatically respond to you because they're actually building a bot that's going to be sending out automatic sext.
0: Love! I love this.
1: What's the difference between Lucy's online and IRL presence? She kind of lives online. She will be physically installed in the window at the Museum of Sex where you can go and see her and chat with her on your phone while hanging out outside. But she essentially interacts with you online. I've been looking at her social media I even saw a picture of Lucy at Art Basel. It seems like you people are really excited about her. What have been your reactions to Lucy so far? Yeah, a poster of her was at the series of Art Basel called Fuck Reality. (laughs) All caps. It's been really interesting because I have been managing Lucy's profile for about a week now. And I've gotten a lot more popular than I expected in a really short amount of time. That's really funny to me in... Is that it, To a certain extent, there's been a small amount of promotion that has happened org- organically. People seem to re- either really like Lucy or really not like Lucy. Huh? What are you talk about? Sex, positive sex, like in the world. There's, there's always going to be people be... that are really grossed out and don't want yeah, to hear about it. And there are other people that s- think it's funny.
0: There's going to always going to be somebody offended. That's just the way
1: that shit works. That's true. Really, what have been the negative reactions? Yeah, it's so weird. People are like, ah, this is gross. This is uncanny. Somebody called her a bot, which, uh, I, I, which I thought was really funny. I think that is funny.
0: That is really funny.
1: If you go to her Instagram, you can kind of see my interactions with people. Thoughtbot. Lucy is all about free love, polyamory, and she just wants to love you. So anytime I get a negative comment, I'll go back and be like, I just want to love you, baby. What's wrong? Aww. Some people will get more mad and some people will come around to it and be like, oh, this is funny. Some people immediately love it, think it's hilarious and great. I've been interested. To s- it's been interesting to see how many people are initially really upset or put off by her, which I think is really weird. I've gotten a lot of DMs. It's really funny how people want to DM Lucy because that's probably like DMing kind of came about. I guess like we've been together before Tinder. Yeah. Which I think we've talked about. So I never got into, like, the whole... DMing? Like, DM for hookup kind of thing.
0: I never got into that, but I was always... I guess,
1: like, as far as I got was, like, MySpace and Facebook.
0: Facebook was as far as it ever went for me, but... I mean, I knew everybody. But it was, like,
1: never just a straight hookup app time. I never experienced that.
0: Yeah, I always knew everyone, so I was kind of like, just text me, dude. Like, don't be weird.
1: But, I mean, I was also... But it was right at that line. Kind of like right when it got popular. I was always a
0: good girl, so I wasn't part of the hookup culture, anyways.
1: Oh, you can still be a good girl and be a part of the hookup culture.
0: I think that's a debatable. As
1: long as you're, as long as you're having fun doing it, you know. No,
0: I was like, like good girls. I've
1: never experienced it though, so maybe it does suck. It seems like it would suck, though, right? What? Just like your basis for having any kind of relationship, even if it's just a sexual one, is based on this app.
0: I mean. I think I think some people really like it.
1: Yeah, I mean I I pretty much there are
0: like the entire populace of grinder.
1: <laughs> I'm certain like all dudes probably well, like it a lot.
0: Well beloved.
1: I doubt as many. I will say this, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I doubt as many women like it as much as men. The men on it do.
0: I think that's fair. I think women are always looking for um, something sustained. I mean, not always. I
1: follow this Twitter account called Shitty Future. A
0: lot of women like a, a stable relationship as compared to just like hooking up.
1: Do you know that account, Shitty Future? No. They like post pictures of just dumb things or screen caps of like, like they today their post was this kid with an Oculus Rift on at the beach looking yeah. at the ocean through an Oculus Rift.
0: What the fuck?
1: Yeah. So it's like. And one of the inventions I saw was somebody built a finger pad swiping machine.
0: Well, at least they were outside. That a
1: guy can just be like, all right, set this for 30 minutes, and you can just swipe left. Like, you can just turn it on, and it will swipe left on every picture. Why? Because you just don't want to do it. Guys, you've you've seen, like, the, uh, or swipe right, whatever the one is that they like it oh
0: maybe it's just saying yes cause yeah just want to see how many you can get
1: because yeah because maybe
0: one of them will bite yeah that's so you sad <laughs> you should if you do that i'm listen i'm not trying to be dramatic but that if was you, a, if you,
1: somebody invented that
0: i'm not trying to be dramatic but if you use that as a product in your daily routine you should go kill yourself for sure pretty funny and you can send me an angry message for that i'm not taking it back that i like her though i like i kind of like the concept It's not
1: done are you ready for this oh my there's, god there's a little bit more
0: God, keep reading
1: have people really begun trying to sext her oh yeah people are totally trying
0: yeah, of course the they range
1: have. of how explicit people have gotten has been interesting Gross. so far i've gotten i haven't gotten any explicit photos which i'm thrilled about basically the minute you send lucy something nasty i'm going to have to block you Aww. but intend until then i'll engage with the best of my ability Awesome. Anything you want to add that we haven't touched on about Lucy? I just want to say that Lilo, the sex toy company I've been working with, has been really amazing to work with. I think it's fantastic when you can come work with a company and they don't hinder you artistically. Hmm. It's been fantastic how much artistic freedom they've given me. Companies are more interesting new source of patronage, but a lot of them have come with strings attached. Lilo has been super cool in letting me do whatever I want and want and I want and supporting me in that, so I'd like to shout them out. So yeah, I mean, she does kind of look like a droid.
0: She looks like Dot from Spaceballs. These Balls. photos are cool, though. It's really cool. If if you are on Instagram, and we you, should go
1: see her if she's still there.
0: I would love to. I really like the concept, and I can't really say why. I, I don't. It's just because it's funny. I think it's just. I like the Im- the image of art. it that's
1: fine art being that I like that I like there's certain fine art that has like a great message behind it. I think that does have a great you message. know what she's kind of like barbarella Remember I like that movie
0: yeah of course I like how it's it's an interactive fine art idea, but like interactive in a way that's
1: it's immediately accessible
0: like really visual, but it's like. Tap, but I like that it taps on a, a kind of Instagram girl, like the kind of not cam girls, but girls who are like, say, a suicide girl on Instagram. She has like that following, and it's it's a sexual thing, but it's not meant to be. Yeah, suicide it, girls. Will, it's if like if you
1: send them a dick pic, they'll block yeah, you. Yeah, because they will people. Screen cap it and post it on there,
0: which they fucking should. But you know they're. Yeah they're still people and i like this because it's a robot so it kind of takes actually the human it takes the human element out but it actually makes it even more human because you can relate to her as like a young millennial girl on instagram i feel a connection to that concept if any of that made sense
1: it does it's cool yeah i thought i thought you'd like that
0: yeah i like that a lot actually i'm very inspired
1: got a sleepy kiki over there all right Hit us with the horoscope, and then we're out of here.
0: All right. Let's close this bitch down. Uh, Mars is beginning its transit through Sagittarius, moving from deep uh, introspective waters of Scorpio into the realms of fiery idealism. When Mars transits the sign of the centaur, we are drawn towards adventure, conquest, idealism, and excitement. Hot energy and strong ego can flare up quickly with this transit, but often dies down just as fast. This Mars placement is excellent for storytellers, preachers, and high-powered salespeople. The stakes are always uh, a bit higher with Sagittarius, and competitions can get heated. Routine can become drag, but travel, personal freedom, and idealistic achievements could also cloud the atmosphere. It's easy to start a new project during Mars and Sagittarius, but it can also be a challenge to maintain the momentum. I totally get that. I have been feeling so crazy the last couple of days. I'm Sagittarius, and I honestly feel like, I, I'm just like very, uh, high strung is a strong word.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But like, quick to get grumpy, and it's really, but it's been bothering me. I've noticed. I know, it's really obvious. I'm sorry. It's just like, I'm kind of letting it happen, because I feel like when I fight it, it gets worse.
1: Yeah, you've been jumping down my throat a little bit. Yeah, I know. I'm also, like, tired. I think that's has well, you're done i guess for the rest of the day yeah what do you what else do you gotta do
0: i gotta clean and craft and i have a feeling i'll be in a much better mood as soon as i do those things i just need some me time i'll be fine but yeah i guess uh scorpio and sagittarius try not to be my advice try not to be a dick like it is my advice for every week
1: that should be the that's that's the golden rule baby Try not to be a dick That's the rule I love it all right um, all right so follow us on Instagram canetrain cast right yeah that's Instagram Can't train pod on Twitter and email us canetraincasts at gmail.com
0: and uh, email me and prove to me you're real and you can follow me Gibby Kane on everything bat stains for pids on everything what are you doing <laughs>
1: Nothing. I just started a note that I have to write this thing. Okay. We're done. I gotta go fucking work till like 10 o'clock, so. And we got the Amazon groceries coming today. That's right. Shout out to that. Try it out. It's cheaper than going to the grocery. You really... If you have Amazon Prime.
0: You really should do it.
1: It's convenient. It's fucking awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, Unless you like to uh, hate yourself and like an opportunity to be uncomfortable, then keep grocery shopping. Don't
1: buy any produce. Unless it's like the bag lettuce. Yeah,
0: produce is shaky. Don't buy
1: like avocados or lemon. They're they're not good.
0: It's your basics.
1: It's the shit. You, it's the like, cat litter. Shit you don't want to hike up the stairs, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. All right. Um... All right.
1: We'll see you next week. Pro bye.